Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. All right, all right. Welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, March 14th, 2023, commonly known as Pi Day, as in the mathematical constant 3.14, not as in apple or cherry, unfortunately, since I like food more than I like math. Pi Day first established in 1988 by a physicist at the San Francisco Exploratorium, then was officially recognized by the U.S. House in 2009. Today is also now known as World Mathematics Day. It's also National Potato Chip Day and a huge day in sports. The madness of March officially beginning with Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi later today and Mississippi State versus the Pitt Panthers. Could one of them be the Cinderella team of 2023? Listen, do yourself a favor, save your money, don't waste your time filling out a bracket. People are going to lose their minds that I said that probably. Meanwhile, millions of Americans may not be able to watch college basketball tonight if the power goes out thanks to a massive nor'easter that's bringing snow, heavy rain, and high winds to the East Coast today and tomorrow. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and other states could get hammered. So be smart and be safe if you're in that area of the country. The same two words would apply to your money, right? Be smart with your money. Be safe with your investments. If you have or had older relatives that didn't like to put their money in the bank like I did, you know, the old keep it under the mattress folks, maybe they weren't that crazy after all. The Silicon Valley bank collapse followed by the Fed's actions to save depositors money. And this comment from President Biden is what everyone's talking about. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Instead, the money will come from the fees that banks pay into the deposit insurance fund. Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. I don't know about you, but I find it more and more difficult to have confidence in anything that they say. <laughs> that We're talking about billions of dollars. That seems like it would be an awful lot of fees. So if it affects the stock market, the price of bank stocks in many people's 401ks and IRAs and millions of people who work at banks, then essentially Americans are paying for it, right? Newsmax host John Tobacco, a successful Wall Street veteran, joined Greg Kelly Reports to explain what you really need to know. The mainstream media and their advertisers, all the financial brokerage firms and banks, they don't want to tell people what's really happening because they don't want to run on the bank. But there are many regional banks who are facing the same exact problems that Silicon Valley Bank is. You got Western Alliance, you got Co-America, you got First Republic. These are just a few, but hundreds, if not thousands of banks are facing the same issue. And I don't think the government has the money to back all those deposits. And it's still unclear. Have you figured it out yet? I mean, who's going to back up these banks? I can't tell you. They keep saying no taxpayer dollars. 
What does that mean? How can they do that without taxpayer dollars? He says fees. I don't know about fees covering all this. Do you? No. I mean, this is just another Joe Biden or whoever's pulling his strings. These are just semantics they're using to not tell people the truth. We've seen this with masks. We found out that wasn't true. We saw this with the lockdowns. That wasn't true. This is another situation where they're feeding us what they want us to believe. But the fact of the matter is, Greg, um, if the bank is blown up and the Fed and the Treasury have to bail them out, that means we have to print money for that. So the taxpayers are getting hit with more inflation. If the banks get charged fees, they'll pass on those fees to the depositors that are left. So either way you slice it, taxpayers and depositors are going to foot the bill for Silicon Valley Bank and all Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden's biggest donors. They got the bailout. The other people, I think, the Fed just doesn't have the money to bail them out. John goes on to say, don't forget, only $250,000 is protected by the FDIC. That's the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. So if you're fortunate enough to have more than $250,000 in the bank, you need to spread it around to a few different banks. President Biden, as he has done with almost every issue, pointed the finger at the Trump administration, which had rolled back some restrictions on the so-called Dodd-Frank rule that was established after the 2008 financial crisis. During the Obama-Biden administration, we put in place tough requirements on banks like Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, including the Dodd-Frank law to make sure that the crisis we saw in 2008 would not happen again. Unfortunately, the last administration rolled back some of these requirements. Eric Bowling went straight to the source and spoke with former Congressman Barney Frank, co-author of the Dodd-Frank Law. Congressman, that wasn't very fair. It's kind of a cheap shot that Biden took at President Trump. That's not a real fair assessment of what, what's going on right now, is it? No, I, I disagree in this case. There were some rollbacks and some attempted rollbacks. The biggest problem here, though, uh, had nothing to do, I think, with a, with a uh, relaxation. It was crypto. Um, what you had here was a uh, there was a failure to regulate, but it was not a failure to regulate banks as banks, but to regulate crypto. Uh, and what happened was uh, banks that got too heavily into crypto ran into problems. Now, Signature Bank, of which I used to be a board member, by the way, technically there is no more board. It gets dissolved and it takes over like this. But um, we had done crypto in a way that did not expose us to risk. We facilitated transactions between two other companies that were our customers that want to deal with crypto. But when the asset drop in the value of crypto hit other banks, we got hit with a contagion, even though it wasn't a logical thing. And uh, we began to get these uh, withdrawals. He is a little difficult to hear, but says essentially SVB was heavily invested in crypto. And when the price of Bitcoin plummeted, people started taking their money out. Banks are only required to keep 10% of your money on hand because, as you probably know, they generally invest or loan the rest of that money out. That's how they make their money. So if everyone starts pulling their money out at once, the bank can't meet those requests. We also heard that it had to do with interest rates and a bad bond trade 
But getting back to Trump, the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act, as it's known, required banks with more than $50 billion to get what they call stress tests. The change during the Trump administration raised the limit to $250 billion. And Silicon Valley Bank had over $200 billion. But remember what I said yesterday, four days prior to the collapse, Silicon Valley Bank was named number five on Forbes' list of the country's top 10 biggest and best banks. Jen Pellegrino, host of Prime News at 10 p.m. Eastern, spoke with former acting director of national intelligence and former ambassador to Germany, Rick Grinnell, who says the bank's wokeness could be to blame. Ambassador, welcome. Great to have you here tonight. You know, while Silicon Valley Bank was collapsing, one of their heads of risk management, uh, Jay Espra, was spending uh, her time spearheading woke LGBTQ programs like creating these safe spaces um, for coming out stories. They launched a, a month long pride campaign for the company. That was their focus. Do you think that these misguided woke priorities led to this dramatic fall that we've seen uh, with Silicon Valley Bank? I do. I think that whenever you have an administration that is going to completely concentrate on diversity, equity, inclusion type uh, of programs, you're going to have a huge problem. Look, people go to a bank because they want to you know, have loans. They want banking uh, services. And yet this small bank had 1,500 climate-related loans. For a small bank, that's a lot. That's probably too much. And I think that's what was happening is, is that they were having uh, too many people that were looking at the peripheral issues and not at the substance. Yeah, and it's interesting to see the ties with some Democrat leaders as well. Uh, you tweeted about this. We're, we're learning that California Governor uh, Gavin Newsom's wife, Jennifer Newsom, she may have some ties to Silicon Valley Bank. Um, reportedly, one of the SVB executives sits on the board of Jennifer's California Partners Project. Uh, do you think this is a coincidence or did the First Lady of California have some involvement or even perhaps a heads up of this collapse? Well, stay tuned because the California Globe is clearly on this story. I'm hearing that they have some breaking news tonight where it is directly related to Gavin Newsom's wife and getting money from this bank. So uh, I don't want to scoop them, but uh, I think that this is a lot messier for Gavin Newsom and his uh, wife than, than what they're letting on to be. You know, once again, we have the problem in Sacramento of transparency. They're, these reporters are afraid to push back on Gavin Newsom because all of Sacramento is controlled by the Democrats. The Republicans have nothing, uh, no power. And so it, you really have a press corps that's, that's uh, totally int intimidated by the governor. Again, that's former acting director of national intelligence, Rick Grinnell, on Prime News. And according to that report in the California Globe, SVB donated $100,000 to Jennifer Newsom's nonprofit, California Partners Project. And what does California Project do? Well, according to its website, California Partners Project champions gender equity across the state and ensures the state's media and technology industries are a force of good in the lives of all children. You just can't make this stuff up. And I'm not stoking fear or overreacting, but based on what Johnny Tobacco, Congressman Barney Frank, and Rick Grinnell said, we could see more banks collapse 
We still have record inflation. We gave $200 billion or so to Ukraine, but still have veterans organizations that need to beg for money every single day. And people aren't talking about this, but we still have a baby formula shortage. Remember Fly Formula, the uh, Fly Formula Initiative? Check the shelves. Speak to parents. And oh yeah, an absolute unmitigated disaster at the U.S.-Mexico border. Coverage from Rob Finnerty on Wake Up America with former FBI agent and Navy SEAL Jonathan Gillum. Jonathan, something we haven't seen, um, this, this video of a, a thousand migrants rushing over this bridge in El Paso, Texas, really just another metaphor for the Biden border policy. Um, if you're part of the Border Patrol, uh, and, you know, you're a Navy SEAL and, and you're with the FBI. How do you go about preparing for something like that? <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting is uh, your training, uh, basically, that, that you've had in the past serves no purpose in this uh, political environment. I mean, as the officer was just talking about there, you know, the states are actually um, – taking more of a responsibility of stopping these people and putting them in jail and returning to returning them like they should uh, than the federal government. And the, the reality is for Border Patrol, for these individuals, uh, it is a very sticky situation uh, to try and do what's effective. Your training uh, will, will say do one thing, but if you do those things, like we had the uh, Border Patrol on horses there last year, right. uh, they're liable to get investigated and go to jail. Yep. So the policies work against the training. That's the biggest problem that you have here. And uh, of course, as I always say, the, the entire issue is being ran by people who have no experience on the border and who are uh, far left individuals who have a, a grind against uh, the United States. And it seems like they just want to change the face of the population by allowing as many people into this country unvetted as they can. Wake Up America with Rob Finnerty and his team begins at 6.30 Eastern every weekday morning. Then there's the Wake Up America weekend edition, 7 o'clock on Saturdays and Sundays. The Record with Greta Van Susteren also had a great piece on the border Monday night as well. I would highly, highly encourage you to go on demand and watch it. If you haven't seen recent video from the border, especially in El Paso, it is breathtaking. Hard to believe, to say the least. Meanwhile, President Biden will spend a second day in California today, but won't be going to the California border. He'll be in L.A., where he'll sign an executive order to increase the number of background checks on certain gun sales without creating another law. Then he'll be going to Las Vegas tonight to participate in the Democratic National Committee reception. Don't forget, if you are not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems and most platforms like Roku, Pluto, Amazon, and others. If you happen to have AT&T or another provider that doesn't carry Newsmax, be sure to call them and tell them you want Newsmax or you'll switch to another provider. And make sure you get the Newsmax TV app. It's absolutely free. Then you can watch your favorite Newsmax shows anywhere, anytime you want. Thank you for listening to Newsmax. Max Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Hope to see you right back here tomorrow. Enjoy National Pie Day and keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store.
Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.